I'm, Joe I'm really get beat up in the club. Did anybody watch the episode when he was explaining that shit? Oh, Joe Budden? Yeah. Uh, he, he, he said he got punched. Yeah. Damn. He for sure got punched. He low-key but fucked I, up his fingers, too. Why would yeah. they do that, though? Mm, he's talking kind of crazy. Yeah, but we like we jumping folks to the podcast, though? <sighs> niggas have been jumped for less. We're not fat niggas still going to jail. You can't tell. You can't say my brother was at the Kit Kat flagship store and think you, <laughs> we're not gonna see you, bro. I, I, is there a Kit Kat flagship store? I think there is. Because I really feel like he was there. <laughs> yeah. Because them, them them saying he was ordering like Krispy Kreme and then he was going to the Pizza Hut. Like that looks very, uh, very accurate. Oh, there's a a flagship store. It's in uh South Korea though. Oh, he caught the flight. That's oh, that's, that's it. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh wait, no, no. Where, where's Gang- Gangnam at? It's in South Korea or Japan. You're not gonna get me on a racism cancellation. I only said South Korea because that Gangnam style song and that dude is definitely Korean. Damn. Shout All out right. to him. Oh, it's a C. Seal. So. So. That's South Korea. Yeah, it's South Korea. Okay. Cool. Alright, well, I guess we can get started, man. Shout out to all my soul, soul niggas. Hell yeah, man. One of my favorite YouTubers is, lives there. You watch a South Korean YouTuber? Yeah, he be, he be eating food and shit. It's the, Bro, it's I the best. I don't like Wait, none of this. Wait, you watch him eat food? Yeah, because he, he be like getting all the stuff in Korea that be different from America. And it's just like, it's, it's dope to see. And he's from Chicago originally. Oh, so, he be up there so eating a collard green lays. He be eating all this shit, man. He be having like the exclusive before it even hit the states. I'll be like, damn, all right. We see what he on. This a new, this a new lace, uh, Patty Labelle collab. We got the Patty Pie flavor. Mmm. Rate one to ten. My nigga hey, Ben Bean for the people who are interested. Patty Pie collab with uh Cardi B, man. Put him to whip it, uh, whip shots or whatever on the Patty Pies. Patty, Patty LaBelle is a, a church going woman, so I thought. She is. Patty was looking kind of right. That. that one little video I seen this week. Did did her team do their research for real? They couldn't have. On Cardi? Yeah, on the whip shots. Uh, I saw, like, the nozzle always breaking off and shit. I, I just meant the purpose in general. They gonna have somebody, like, trying to smear patty pies and the whip shots on people's bodies on Black like Friday, mm. trying to get nasty. <laughs> That's Thanksgiving finna get crazy. Yeah, dog. Yeah. Trying to stuff that turkey. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo! Welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast. It's your boy Moose Mancino, and I'll kill you, Jermaine O'Neal. Uh, and I just want to say that I don't know if anybody seen that video. <laughs> when uh, <laughs> did y'all see that video? <laughs> nah, hell no. <laughs> it was a video of. Oh fuck! I forgot who it was. It was the Warriors got into the fight with um somebody was playing on the Clippers. I think it was Matt Barnes, and he's like they got into it, like brought it to the tunnel or whatever. And then Big Baby like didn't know what was going on. He just came out of the locker room. Was like, I'll kill you, Jermaine O'Neal. Niggas was like, wait, what? <laughs> Niggas was like, wait, where that come from? <laughs> <laughs> he was like he must have had some prior smoke or some shit but nah he that shit had me crazy shit like that for real bro just imagine a Jermaine O'Neal old ass on the Warriors bro like what the fuck but, yeah um, nah the fact honestly it didn't register you even said on the Warriors I should have been like wait he was on win at win yeah this is late Jermaine O'Neal but uh we got money to season in the building 
Girl, you know it's true. Mm, I was just about oh, to talk about oh, it. I watched oh, that last night. I love bro. you. Come on, man. Let's <laughs> do it. Let's do it. We've been, we've, been, we've, we've been spending spreading the word like Jehovah's Witnesses all weekend. I'm about Millie Vanilli. <laughs> he was watching the interviews and shit. <laughs> that was wild. He went back, watched a couple, watched a couple videos, watched that little press conference. The he, Millie Vanilli joint? Yeah. Every time we told people they was German, they was besides Bruh. themselves. And I think that's that's the funniest part is going back to y'all comments before I watched it when y'all telling me about it. And knowing that these niggas could not talk regular English, and they had to rap it like they got that nigga from Houston to rap, bro, or Dallas, or wherever he was from. I'm like, nigga, why was this believed, bro, at all? Yeah. It makes no. That's why I wanted to ask somebody. I'm like, there's no way y'all was believing this shit, especially after hearing them talk or hearing them do an interview, bro. It, it was even crazier when they would continue to force them to go perform, knowing that they were afraid that people were gonna catch on. Mm. I, I still don't. I still don't understand how they were able to do live performances. They were just hitting a button and like let the track play. Because if somebody's jumping around, like it's gonna look like they're not breathing and singing. Or if somebody yeah. like runs over, or, or if you get caught up in a song, you run do some other shit. If you not rapping and the rapping is going on, that's easy to catch up on. I think they left the mic on so they they would say like random shit like what's up Dallas and shit like that and they can hear that and so they think it's like a little mix of what like what's going on so I think they were able to finagle it that way but this whole shit was like like niggas got caught up in a Rico like <laughs> that shit was just ridiculous and then when they asked him to, uh, at the press conference when they told him to sing I was like this is set up bro anytime a nigga tell you to sing on the spot it's a fucking setup. <laughs> And the part, the part that upset me the most is they were they pushed back because they wanted to sing on the album, but they couldn't sing. What are you fighting for? Hey man, at 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 the end that nigga could sing, bro. (laughs) I know, I know, I know he got it right at the end, but at no point during their career did they have any musical talent. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> no, that, that show was entertaining, bro. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> that nigga was singing the hell out of Blame It On Blame It On The Rain. <laughs> that was his comeback, boy. I was like, hey, I was proud of my nigga, low key. <laughs> I was like, maybe this nigga did have it, bro. Y'all should have just let this nigga cook. Oh, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, but we got my niggas uh, Don't in the building, man. Yes, sir. It's your boy Donnie, man. Here to pry with y'all, man. Let's get to it. Hey man, got a lot to talk about, man. How, how everybody doing? Solid, solid, decent weekend. You know, came back with a little extra energy for these what eight day eight day stretch until Thanksgiving. Can't yeah, man, give us a give us a rundown, man. Oh uh, man, what y'all do this like little uh, little getaway, little group trip to to Michigan. Look, got a little cabin, a little decent little vibe, grilled out a little bit. Mm. Hit a couple, uh, hit a couple wineries on Saturday. You know what I'm okay, smooth, okay. Smooth little vibe. Man, I know. I was like, man, I know. I've been re- relegated to fucking guest. Uh, I've been an extra. I'm a friend extra now, bro. I was like, yeah, damn. Niggas been relegated after friend group. I was like, damn, bro. It is what it is, man. Well, I got some beef for somebody. But, <laughs> hey, everything was cool though. Yeah, everything was cool, man. We it was a decent little time. Nice little setup too. Um, one th- one question I was trying to get people's POV on. I gotta ask you if there was mm-hmm. one problematic celebrity that you had to openly defend, 
who would it be? Problematic celebrity. That you have to openly stand up for and defend. I said Mike Vick. Yeah, I don't think that's that serious, honestly. Yeah, I'd agree with Mike Vick, too. Yeah. I can't think of anybody. Damn. Randy Moss up there. Are white people mad at Randy Moss? I don't think anymore. I mean, but, besides the mooning thing, he didn't, he didn't really have him. Yeah, he had a much DB. Of a I'm sure you got a couple more that you just aren't. You don't want to say. But I was this was this was like my gauge of like trying to see how willing people were to go. I feel like this is like a perfect ice uh, icebreaker for work. I mean, the only people that's really out of there, out of there, is like Trey, R. Kelly. Uh-uh. People say Chris Brown. Uh, yeah, some people would. With Chris Brown, it's just like he, he acts like an asshole. Uh, outside of that, I don't think he's problematic. He's not doing no crazy shit. Like the he Rihanna shit and the Karuchi, some of the Karuchi behavior was a little wild. But I think that he's kind of chilled out for the for the most part. I might be wrong, but I, yeah, I just, I just want to go to bat for him. No, no, <laughs> that's the only, thing. and that's the thing you got to openly defend them. Yeah, I'm. I, I, I that's where it gets that. tricky. But you know, some old heads would say Kells. No, I'm off the Kells train. Yeah, I can't go to bat for that nigga. Now I'll defend listening to his music. Would you? Mm. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm. I don't have a problem listening to Kells' music. Would, would you openly defend listening to his music? Would I be like, "Hey, y'all niggas tripping? Y'all need to listen to <laughs> fucking uh, your body's calling"? No, I wouldn't do that. But I would be like, "I'm gonna listen. I don't care what y'all talking about." Okay. Are you 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 the type, so you would say I know how to separate the music from the person and that's why it's okay. No, it's it's a angle? it's a nuance to it. Like it's like a certain songs I cannot listen to. It's just like your mind's telling me no, but your body's telling me yes. Or the song uh she got she's got that vibe where she he's like Lil Leah's got it. Like I can't listen to that type of shit. Look how tapped in he was. He was just crooning to kills. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. But like, uh, when a woman's fed up, if that comes on, I'm gonna listen to it. Where's that coming on? Besides, in, in your phone. Mm, if, if I'm having a nice little YouTube session, it might it might come across the screen. I'm sorry, and I'm not turning I, it off. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely on that. Uh, separate the artist from the music wave. I'm being. Yeah, there's no artist that I'm not. That's your favorite artist. I was gonna say, Kanye. You you defend that nigga to the and that nigga's the definition of problematic. Yeah, yeah, no, I will listen to his music, but I'm done openly defending him now. You do it I in just, private? Yeah. I do it with my loved ones. <laughs> you people <laughs> I don't know. It's a wrap. He let, he let the Yeezys make a statement for him. Yeah. I, like, I can't do that shit at, uh, like, a work happy hour. I, I look crazy. <laughs> you know, yeah, when he was talking about the Jews, let me, let me break that down for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 before I start, anybody here? Uh, <laughs> I just, just want to get a uh, post. Hey, out here practice. Any, any of y'all practicing juice? <laughs> just want to see where. Uh, just want to see where uh, I'm at with it. I know this was a couple of weeks ago. Did y'all see the thing that Adidas when they were talking about? Yeah, they said they've been having a whole bunch of conduct misconduct with him, like over these years. I mean, I can see it. I didn't see that, but uh, it's Kanye, bro. Kanye is out of his mind, dog. Well, they said in 2013, um, one of the Adidas employees showed him the the initial design for the Yeezy sneaker at the headquarter, and he was so dissatisfied with it that he drew a swastika on the toe. <laughs> They're headquartered in Germany. No. <laughs> they must have said that nigga told an employee, uh, you should hang up a picture of Hitler on your uh, wall. And kiss it every day to practice self love. 
That's Kanye. So, oh, that's nuts. Yeah. How no, can you he, tell a nigga that? He's out of his mind, bro. And it's it's part of like part of me wants to say he's doing this shit for attention, but it's like he doesn't need attention. So it's just like he kind of. I want to say he kind of believes some of this shit. I don't think yeah. he one hundred percent believes. And when you get rewarded for saying for like <laughs> when you keep getting rewarded for doing wild ass shit, you just feel like. I could just keep going harder. Like Adidas yeah. was just giving him more and more money. The more crazier he got. Yeah. And I, it, it could be like a dude in the Millie Vanilli doc, how he was just doing shit because he needed attention. Like when he was in the orphanage and somebody would come to get a kid, he just started drinking toilet water. I'm sure that didn't help his numbers, his approval numbers. <laughs> But he got attention. <laughs> that was that was sad, but hilarious at the same time. I was like, "What are you dumbass? <laughs> that, that ain't going." Oh, let me get the, the toilet drinking kid. <laughs> Him lowering his approval percentage. He <laughs> <laughs> was freaking out. Bro, they had a break. They had that combo with that nigga. Hey, you at twenty seven? You know, kids that dip below twenty five got to euthanize them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's hey, bro. You got, hey, you gotta chill. He was in Germany too. Look at you. Look at you connecting the dots. We gotta euthanize. <laughs> so you can't do that next time, bro. So, I'm just letting you know right now. <laughs> it, it, it also don't help that he be he be right about some stuff sometime on the low. Yeah, broken clock is right two times a day. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm sure that that helps feed into his whole thing. Yeah. Like when he that I did appreciate his little uh, exit rant about the Kardashians. So, yeah, I mean he's close to him. He see exactly what's going on. Like I wanted to bring this up last week. How uh, you know he made that song about the Kardashians, kind of. Um, spoiling their kids and what was the song he was talking about like this ain't your mama's house uh pull that top ramen out and shit like that mm-hmm. and now kim has a problem i guess with like the basic way that they live like they she says they have no security and they just live in a regular apartment and you know they just eat regular food and um north comes back to her house like i just have so much fun in my dad's house because we just get to do all this like regular normal stuff and she was like, "Well, whoop de doo!" Like, and it, she she made it seem like it was an issue. Like, I was like, "I don't think that's an issue." It's just, I don't know. Yeah. It's just a difference in lifestyle. And and I feel like a lot of times with that, when you're the uh, main parent that the child lives with, sometimes, and this is not always true. I feel like when you go to dad's house, you like it more just because you're not used to yeah. it. Yeah, it's just and yeah, it's, it's a difference. New. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, no matter what you do, it's going to be different. Yeah. And you know that's not, like, a simple apartment. I don't know. Maybe Kanye just got some weird shit up in that apartment. I could see him having a simple-ass apartment on some weird yes. shit. <laughs> like, uh, like, he in the low ends? Like, how simple are we talking? Look at his house when he was living with Kim. Like, as rich as they were, they had, like, they were living like they were in a fucking, like, pottery barn or some shit like that. Like, they had, like, no furniture. Like, it, it, was, it was just weird, bro. That nigga not even wearing shoes anymore. Who knows what the fuck? Yeah, he he he. Yeah, he <laughs> I I need to know what Kanye like go to meals for his kids are. Yeah, and it's probably not even like no real poverty shit. It's like on some Kanye creative poverty. Like he recreated like O Block in his fucking <laughs> in his fucking uh, like lavish estate and shit, just so so they can get like their real experience. Like 
I could see that some type of shit like that happening. But yeah, man, anything to say before anything happened or anything to say before we get into these topics? Nah, I'm ready. All right, man. Let's get into it. Uh, do we want to start with Lori Harvey and Damson Idris breaking up? Mm, that's an interesting start. Did y'all see this coming? Yes. Everybody saw it coming. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like, and I mean, would you knowing? I mean, none of us have a chance, so let's just get that out there because I know the yeah. first, yeah, <laughs> the first thing people say is, "Oh, y'all never had a chance." I, I know already, but going like in in this fantasy land where we, we would, would y'all take that chance knowing that it's not going to last? Absolutely. <laughs> 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 Every time, man. Because you always got to believe that you're the right one. That's real. You always got to believe it. I, I can't go off somebody's past, really, for real. Look at her roster, bro. When when you say give it a chance, you just mean like be, no, you get your six months, however long you get on the, in that window, and then you, she going to throw you to the side? Yeah, technically, I mean, you got to look. Memphis, I think Memphis got the closest, right? He was with her for two years. I think they were engaged at some point. Then it was Justin, then it was Diddy, then it was Future, then it was, uh, who am I missing? I'm missing some Michael niggas. B. Michael B. Jordan, and it's Idris. And it's just like, and I'm not trying to count niggas. Everybody got to pass. Everybody go through their people. Like, it's, it, I'm not saying that's like she had a whole bunch of niggas. But, and then again, like, if you were her friend, and I saw somebody say this, like, it's like 30 niggas is off limits at this point. Ah, <laughs> uh, I can't go. Uh, I see what you're saying. Do you think she, uh, well, yeah, man, yeah. I was going to say, it, do you think she run around with people who can get them? She, I, yes. Uh, you she be seeing her yeah. little group pictures and shit? <laughs> It'd be like nothing but bad joints, like. You right. Socialize. Yeah, that's why I stopped myself. That's why I stopped my pause. I was like, yeah, she be with Justine Scott. So yeah. I, I understand. If she was with like some regular chicks, or if she was just if uh, if her circle was regular chicks, I feel like there's nothing that. I, do, do do you get the impression that Lori Harvey wouldn't care if they did? Mm, she moved kind of like a nigga, so maybe not. I don't even know if she do move like a nigga though. For real, I saw you know somebody so? say that. Um, they said Common is who we think Lori Harvey is. Common moves just like that. That's it. But they don't move like she gets in relationships with these dudes, though. So do Common. Yeah, Common yeah, did be yeah. in a relationship. Yeah, but so I, I I don't look at it as her kind of moving like a nigga, just kind of like getting on a dude and just dipping. It seems well, like she loves the love stage like Common does. And we know there are tiers of relationships. Every relationship ain't a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. So she could be in the relationships, but they just be like kind of cool for the time, for the vibe. I feel like you got to put in an application to be in a relationship with Common. Like bury some like oh. fucking words to you in five years or some shit. And y'all both got to come back to it and read them and shit like that. <laughs> like, you got to do some like mystical shit to get with Common, bro. Yeah. His his list was crazy also. Yeah, he had like Lauren Dern on that motherfucker, bro. Like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> Who else is there? I don't know. He had Serena on there, which is crazy. He had yeah. Erica Badu from 2003. Then Kerry Washington randomly, like 03, 04. GP Henson from 05 to 07. Yeah. Serena Williams for three years. Like you said, Lauren Dern, that's which is crazy. Didn't she date Baron Davis? Yeah, she did date yeah, Baron Davis. Was, that was that's <laughs> insane. But common common dating Tiffany Rye or uh Angela, Angela. Rye, Tiffany Haddish, and Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> so confusing. It's yeah. so three different yeah. vibes. <laughs> three of the most different vibes bro. that you can possibly get, bro. <laughs> but nah, they they uh Idris and Lori Harvey, uh and for the people that don't know Damson. Idris Dam oh Damson. Why do I call that nigga Idris? Uh but no, <laughs> Damson Idris is uh Franklin from Snowfall and Lori Harvey is obviously Steve Harvey's Lori Harvey. Uh but yeah, they uh, they released a statement uh about their ending their relationship, which I always think is super extra, but it is what it is. They said, uh we're at the point in our lives where our individual paths require our full attention and dedication. We part ways. Remaining friends with nothing but love and respect for each other in the time we share together. And what do y'all think about their breakup statement? Can we release breakup statements? Because that can we make that a thing with us now? With with um, regular people podcasts? No, nah, just just us and our friend group. I I feel like uh, hmm. that would make things crazy. <laughs> when you dropping it, yeah. bro? Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> But it it is important though to somehow do it because you don't want to look crazy. Like if if someone if someone we know was in a relationship and then we randomly saw them out just fucking with somebody else and they didn't tell us that they broke up with the other person, I'd be like, "What's happening?" Oh, that's what you meant. I don't know why, for some reason, I thought you meant like people in the friends, like our friends sending other people notes, like I'm done fucking with you. Mm, no, I think no. just establishing that the yeah. the relationship is over. Gosh, yeah, yeah no, that would be helpful. You you got to do that because if not, then it's like you you can see something, and I think that's why this, all the celebrities do it because they're like, all right, listen, I don't want people on my ass or in my comments when they see me pop up with somebody. Let's. Let's throw a statement out so we can move. How we want to move. <laughs> all they really need to do is a statement that would be crazy. <laughs> it's a joint statement for me and Angelica. <laughs> hey, listen. Because all of them not going to be on good terms, bro. Yeah. Honestly, uh, yeah, we don't need, I don't, I need less of a statement and a, uh, you have to demand a tweet or Instagram story post to some, some extent. Like, damn, wish I could trust again. <laughs> or like, <laughs> or you like, wait, wait, wait until Christmas and be like, I wish I had someone to have matching pajamas with. That'll really, that'll really stir up a, uh, call to stir. That's a, that's why regular people can't do joint statements. Cause somebody's joint statement going to be insane. Yeah, <laughs> gonna, fuck that bitch. This <laughs> trifling ass nigga. <laughs> but man, I'm so glad I'm done and we over this shit. <laughs> when you see his bitch ass out, yeah, they go crazy. <laughs> like, making up Bible verses. <laughs> not even do all that. Corinthians hey, two and one. <laughs> bitch ass nigga should not come in this argument. <laughs> definitely gonna say something as a, as I continue to elevate. Why would I sleep on the floor, a mattress on the floor, directly without a bed frame? It's like, <laughs> oh, oh. oh man, we going here, huh? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hell no, I gotta release my joint statement last. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let me see what you throwing out there first. <laughs> you marking up her shit. <laughs> shit is straight red. Like, no, we got to take this out. No, can't go, bro. But yeah, man, I'm happy for him, man. I'm, I'm happy that it was at least it looked positive from the, you know, what's the name? But losing Lori Harvey got to be, it got to hurt, bro. You got to take a little minute to, you know, get yourself back right. Hey, man, others have been there. You got a lot of niggas to reach out to. Yeah, you can either uh, let it break you and I feel like future the future bounce back. Nah, I feel I like he didn't. didn't care. Yeah, I don't feel like he's, I mean, he hasn't been, I don't think. Yeah, I feel like you got to be like really in like, really in Atlanta to know who he's dating currently. Honestly, I feel like the only nigga that didn't really bounce back was uh, Trey. Oh yeah, she did date Trey. I think that ruined him somehow. <laughs> I who was the one that Trey said really ruined him? Like, she, he wanted kids with her. It was like a video about this. Oh, wasn't that Lauren London? Was it Lauren London? It might have been Lauren London. Like, he wanted kids. Like, he was introducing her there to uh, his family and shit like that. That made him a villain, bro. <laughs> like, that's really his, like, carnage villain origin story. Man, man, now he's... But it is what it is, man. Uh, what's going on with Tristan Thompson? Oh, a couple things. Uh, I should have brought this up before. Apparently, I don't know if y'all heard. Courtney said she was triggered by his cheating. Um, I can see that. And and she said basically he made horrible decisions and choices with his sister. Um, and she she gets so triggered by him she can't be around him. And I guess she has expressed these same sentiments down to her daughter, and her daughter will now. Treat Wait. him a, a particular type of way. What's up? Oh, that's that's crazy. I wasn't yeah. expecting that last part. That's nuts. Mm. You you can't oh, do that. Uh, I I get it. I get it. But then I don't. But I'm gonna tell you why I get it. Because okay, I'm sure the the kid is a woman, right? A girl. Yes. Well, let me give this additional context. So this happened on some episode of uh, the Kardashian show. It's called your spiraling. Um, she admitted this. So she said she told her daughter, 11 years old, on the first day of school that she was triggered by him because they were discussing something about him. And I guess she said she didn't know why, but she felt like they, everybody brushes it off as if it's fine. And she was just so triggered and she couldn't do it anymore. And I guess that energy or those actions is kind of where she has picked that up also. And that's how they carry themselves. Yeah. So that's what I was saying. I, I can see it in that way. You as a as a woman or a girl, you don't want to teach your child that being cheated on is acceptable behavior. And if we just all hunky dory and like, oh, that's just Uncle Tristan, you technically because she's gonna hear about what he did, and you subconsciously telling her that niggas make mistakes and that's okay. You just gotta move past it. When nah, when this nigga cheated, you you betrayed my aunt. You betrayed whoever she's with. So I, if I tell her, I'm like, hey, that that is that behavior is not acceptable. Is that something that a kid should be privy to? I guess because in the same extent, I don't I feel like at 11 years old, you don't know if they're getting a lesson or if they're just imitating and going off of the the actions that they're being shown by their their guardian or their parent. <clears throat> yeah, I, I would think at 11, it's important to have that conversation. Cause she definitely is seeing it. She knows what's going on. And well, she didn't see the cheating. Yeah. She didn't see it, but she saw, she, I, she clearly seen everything that's going on. She, I feel like she knows about it. So I think it's best for the parents to come in and just add some context to it. 
and just let it be known. Yeah, it's, that's not okay. Um, is it is it different saying yeah, it's not okay, and being like I'm triggered and disgusted by this person? I mean, that's Courtney's way of saying that. You know how Courtney is. And that gets tough. That's where it gets tough because you got to use your words right because he's still gonna be around. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I ain't gonna have no 11 year old girls treating me some type of way when I see him. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna still respect yeah, me? Honestly, you you gonna buck up? What you know about cheating? <laughs> well, uh, you know what kind of bad choice I had in my room? Anybody would go. <laughs> you ain't know I'm heating. I got motion. <laughs> <laughs> Yelling at you to a kid. <laughs> I got motion. I got, I got motion. <laughs> oh, no, but no, I, I understand that. And back to your question, it's just like that's how cycles start. Like you see your your uh, mom get beat on or getting cheated on by your dad, and you start to subconsciously sometimes in your relationships going forward, you feel like that's okay because I mean that's what I grew up around. So, or like if you get whoopings when you younger, I mean, you go old, you get older and feel like us oh, cool to beat your kids and stuff like that. So those type of behaviors, sometimes you got to call them out, even if the the child is young. Obviously, you don't explicitly tell them everything like he had the chicks and this, this doing this. But you, you say he betrayed my trust. He stepped out on me or he, he did whatever he did. And I don't like that. I don't, I don't feel like it's. I want to be around him and I'll let you make your decision. But most, most well, times kids, if they love, uh, love their auntie, love their mom, love their whatever, they not going to fuck with that person. Well, I, I know he's working hard to kind of make those amends. Cause I guess apparently uh, this is more recent. I guess she told Chloe was like, if you do something to one person in this family, it affects everyone. Which I know he laughed at at first, um, <laughs> but he said he was now in a place that he can own up to his mistakes. And apparently, uh, he told Courtney, "If Courtney was like, do you feel anything when you cheat?" And he said, "I feel disgusted." The next day, so it's good to know that he's disgusted by his cheat. <laughs> no, that's gross. <laughs> good luck. Just <laughs> to acknowledge it, <laughs> man. I don't know. He just don't seem trustworthy to me. And that's not saying nothing about his character, but he's done this multiple times. How many times has he cheated on her, bro? I don't think it's possible for us to count. <laughs> I mean, if she, if she if she stopped counting, should we keep? Yeah, so, I don't know. Uh, did y'all see this? Did y'all see that Jeezy and Nia, Nia long combo? I, I told y'all I did not like this whole... Uh, wave that he was pushing last last week in the music when he was like real niggas don't cheat in one course i was like all right jeezy what's going on here is this an agenda my thing is anytime you put uh like a 40 plus year old black man in a suit suddenly i know they on some bullshit all right let's break it down before we get further into this topic uh jay jeezy jenkins some people know him as young jeezy uh, sat down and discussed his relationship with Nia Long. Obviously, both of them have went through relationship strife in the past and couple. Divorce. Yeah. Uh, oh, both of them? No, Nia wasn't I, married to Ime. They were just long-term lovers. Um, But 
Yeah, they sat down and discussed their relationship issues and different problems that they had. Jeezy discussed why he divorced uh, Jenny Mai or Jenny May, however you say her last name. And Nia was talking about Ime Yudoka's infidelity to her and how it affected her. Was Jeezy dirty macking in this interview? This was top notch level dirty macking. This yeah, this nigga can't. said fascinating. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Fascinating. It was, it was the way it was the way that he did his hands and like pointed to his chest. I'm fascinated by this. <laughs> this is a man stepped out. <laughs> Never seen it in my neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to play a clip because this, this shit was just fucking ridiculous, bro. <laughs> Yeah, it's just insane to me that his his reaction was just. I, I think I'm more upset that Nia Long kind of went with it. Mm. I think that's what pissed me off more. The the fact that she was like, when he said real niggas don't cheat, and she was like, oh, I think I understand what you're saying. No, the fuck you don't. <laughs> you know this nigga's bullshit. What are you talking about? You don't think he was he was standing on business? You don't think he was preaching? <sighs> well, okay. I, we, we can we can get there. We don't got to get there right yeah, now. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Gotta I, there. I got it. I got it pulled up. Hold on one second. And you got to know when it's time to be done. Right. And that's usually not about another person, an affair, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you know, some chick that's willing to like make you feel like a king. Because right. that's why most men cheat. Most men cheat because that's, the that's a fascinating. It's so gross. It's so stupid. I personally. This is my quote. And real yeah. niggas don't cheat. Hey, hey, the way he's hey, this this is my quote. I want you, to, I want you, to, I want you to know, baby girl. This is all me. This trademark. Yeah, I'm, 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 what, 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 what Melo likes saying one on one. I'm rare. Okay, this is me. Man, yeah. When has Jeezy ever said this, bro? I kind of understand what you mean when you say that. They do not. I understand what you mean when you say it's that. Something. In us, yeah, that makes us want to be right, right yes. across the board. But is that so that you you are living up to the expectation that you set for yourself? Thing, right. right? Like, Jesus, get the fuck out of here, bro. I'm sorry, and I understand it because it's Nia Long, bro. That's yeah. the Taylor Rooks effect. Yeah, but. Come on now, Jeezy. That nigga went to straight corporate mode. Fascinating. <laughs> I ain't never heard that nigga Jeezy say fascinating in my life, bro. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that's... And this my quote. <laughs> and this is my quote. Real niggas don't cheat. Don't cheat, man. Like, that nigga just said some profound shit. Or something. It's honestly... Jeezy, where, do you, where do you run away and quote that? I need to know. Sure. If he pulls this, bro, he got a chance, bro. She hurting right now. Y'all seen that video with the chocolate? I see. Yeah, I also I did, I didn't yeah, the way she tried to sprinkle in that a girl woman that's just gonna make you feel like a king. I was like, oh, Jesus, that didn't sound like it was good. He got a shot. Have Have y'all ever dirty Max? Not to this level, but. Have y'all ever been in the Dirty Mac in mood? I've Dirty Mac niggas I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, if if a girl is dating a nigga that I don't know, <laughs> shit, that's free game, bro. <laughs> 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 I'm 
I'm sorry. <laughs> that nigga's a scumbag. Bro, that's a that's real though. Sometimes you gotta, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like it's a proper way to do it. Cause cause mm. cause I feel like women can tell. I feel like women can tell when you absurdly dirty macking. It, well, yeah, it's tears. It's tears to dirty macking. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, it wasn't like no, he doing this, he doing that type dirty macking. It was like, hey, you here with me? Like that nigga's all the way there. <laughs> Who knows it's what he's getting into? Oh, oh no, that's oh, right. that's no, absurd. Dirty no, 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 we're not that's doing that. No, that was my extra, that was an extra comment. That wasn't like me saying that to her. That I'm oh, just okay. saying that, oh, yeah, just for okay. me. Okay. Uh, like I, I wasn't like that nigga could be doing whatever. No, I, I wasn't saying that. I'm just saying that to y'all. But that's it's true. Yeah. Who knows what that nigga could be doing? But I, I don't know if I've ever had to dirty man. That's yeah. that's not that's not a that's not a a, a badge in my utility belt. I I ever wanted. To, into. You ain't never liked somebody that got a got a situation or a nigga. Ooh, nah. I remember. I remember this nigga sees Dirty Mac one time. <laughs> he, he probably he probably would say he wasn't trying to shoot, but I feel like he was. Oh, so you can't put that on my jacket. Yeah, I've I've definitely Dirty Mac. Okay, some chill shit. Yeah, the I best thing, I, the best thing is hearing. I think you got dirty Mac on. I know I've been. I know I've been dirty Mac on, for sure. Mm. I don't know. Maybe I feel like everybody has. Well, one, my one rule is I wouldn't dirty Mac somebody I know or an associate. That's crazy. I, I, yeah, I've never been. Dirt, I don't think I've been dirty Mac by somebody I know. But I know. I know of niggas. Oh, you. Oh, yeah. You are. Uh, yeah. You can. You can probably pinpoint around which time a, a nigga was probably dirty macking. Mm-hmm. If you if you look at like a calendar year, you would know. Like I was. It was probably around here. Mm-hmm. I know. I for sure. Oh yeah. I've definitely got it. Yeah. I was pissed. I wasn't really pissed, but I was like, "What we doing?" Yeah. I think that's it. If you experience getting dirty macked on, you realize how corny it is. So it makes it kind of, at least for me, it makes it harder. Like. <laughs> Yeah, but I think that's the thing. And like you said, I think it's tears to it. It's some like hating ass dirty macking, and it's like dirty, like like a little slight dirty macking. Like, hey, look, like on some like Joe music video type dirty macking, like all the things your man won't do type shit. <laughs> like that's dirty macking, but it's not. It's not like no hating ass shit. Yeah. So I don't know, Jeezy. I hope you get. To- Whatever you trying to get accomplished by this, Nia Long's still fine, bro. I don't know how old Nia Long is, but she's still fine. She's got to be like fifty, fifties. Yeah, she got she got Ime Udoka coaching his life out in Houston. He got them winning. So damn, yeah, fifty three. Wow, salute, salute, Nia. You look amazing. Hell yeah. But uh, what's going on with Kiki Palmer, man? Here we go. Prayers. As as y'all know, I cherish Kiki Palmer in my heart as the the number two uh, most famous person from Sock Village. So I got a special place in my heart for Kiki Palmer. I didn't know who number one is. It's me. (laughs) It's me, Kiki Palmer, and uh, Tia Tia Mari's nigga. Corey Hardrick. That nigga should not. I, 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 I don't want to smoke with him. <laughs> he might come back to the city. Speaking of Tia, man, y'all y'all been seeing her doing the freaking dress challenge where she be putting on these fucking Hillary Clinton ass pantsuits. 
But I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't pay attention to that. Yeah, I, I usually don't say this, but she need to get a man. <laughs> yeah, <that's> damn. <laughs> he said, "Stop trying to stop trying to tempt us, please." Yeah. She, she bored, boy. Yeah, man, it, that ain't working, bro. If you want a man, then that that shit ain't that shit ain't sexy. I'm sorry. She want a different type of man. She want a, a mega. She want a mega church man. Even them niggas don't find that sexy, bro. They yeah, you right. Them be the most yeah. lusty. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but back to the point. Kiki Palmer, uh, Lauren. Uh, Kiki Palmer, um, you know America's favorite black young black actress. Uh, she was in the news this week. Uh, she filed for full custody of her child and a restraining order against her. We don't know if they together or if they broken father. up. But her child's father, yeah. No, she said they broke up in October. So just like, oh, okay, okay, child's okay, father, um, and then there were some images that came out from a home security system where it shows like them wrestling or him putting his hands on her. They're disturbing images. So, but we, I mean, we're just trying to be in the middle and just report the news here. What, what, what are y'all feeling about this situation? Uh, I, it's, it's an unfortunate situation. Um, it, it's it's unfortunate that it has to be out in the public, but I mean, Kiki's a public figure, so people were going to find this out when she, you know, filed this. Um, it just sucks that it has to be out here, and and family has to jump in and create this circus of a show. Um, I just hope the kid is okay. But that what, what's his name? Uh, what's dude's brother? I don't even know Kiki's dude. Sarunas. What is his name? So is the brother. Sarunas is his brother. A brother name is Darius. Oh, okay, you need to shut the fuck up, bro. Just shut the fuck up. Why are you talking? I understand. I understand. Maybe you want to defend uh, your brother, and you know you don't like people talking down, but you're just making shit worse. You you got to stay out of it, man. You got to stay out of it and let things play out. That's my only advice. Yeah. Some added context in the report is saying like that Darius, the the child's father, has been physically violent. He's been threatening to kill himself if she leaves him. Like classic abuser shit. Like this is all alleged. So we don't know what's going on for sure. But the, the images from the home security system, they're pretty telling. If mm-hmm. I, I might say, but we don't know the context. So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll leave that open to interpretation or whatever until we get all the facts. But if this is true, I'm with the mama, man. Shoot that nigga. Whoa. She said shoot uh, that nigga? She said oh, if, it, okay, she said if her her son or, she, okay, it's a text message came out today where the two moms are talking. And the mom is like, the Darius's mom is hitting her up like, yeah, I saw that you got involved with my son and your daughter's situation. I'm filing a police report because I heard that you said you will put a bullet through his head. Mm. And the Kiki's mom like, yeah, you need to be ashamed that you raised your kid to put his hands on women and shit like that. And, I, you know, pr- pretty much saying I'm going to defend my daughter like. And I understand that, like niggas that say like they'll kill themselves if you 
you not with them, they some of the most dangerous niggas, bro. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I guess granted, people shouldn't be playing loosely with saying they're gonna put a bullet in people. I, I get I get that. Um but nah dude needs something. Especially because he's he's moving very clearly like he's unhinged. Cause he put up that tweet talking about see you soon, son. With Homelander on there. It, well, that was a video. Yeah. He dropped a video with Homelander. And oh I guess my. if you're if you're dead ass. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, and in the thing he was talking about, where's my son? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you know the story of Homelander, like you, yeah. you see what he's pointing at. Like Homelander has denied his son, like, and he's doing everything he can to get kind, you know, get with his son or whatever. <laughs> uh, it's from the show The Boys for those who's who listening and don't know what we're talking about. Um, so he's it's something off here, bro. Like it's you know how like you will hear some allegations and you will hear some information, and I'm like, all right. I kind of want to wait for, which I still want to do, but Darius and Saruna is not helping this situation, bro. I I agree with that. They shouldn't, but it's so tough to not speak on it because it's public. That's the toughest part. Like, you don't want your name to be, if, if, if you are innocent, you don't want your name to be dragged through the mud like this. So I understand the, you know, thought to hop out. Even though Darius, he doesn't seem like he's really defending anything. He just seems like he's on some other shit. I got yeah, to feel like less of a defense and more of like a, it, it's very, I guess, villainous behavior, which sounds crazy to say, but it, almost in a sense, he's like egging it on, I guess. Getting, I, I guess, getting accused of doing something like that, and I guess your first response to run to the internet and say, "I love you, son. See you soon." That nigga can't read. What are you do- now? You're being performative. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what shit do. <laughs> like now, yeah. you're just being performative for what? Especially yeah. against some allegations that if if you really didn't do it, now is not the time to be performative. Yeah, and just so I can present both sides on some journalistic shit, I'm gonna present Saruna's side. He said uh, in in a tweet he was talking about Kiki. Apparently, uh, the most vile, the most disgusting, vile, abusive, manipulative person I've ever encountered in my entire life abuses almost everyone. Y'all will see. Just send positive energy to the babies. Any child in the middle of something like this does not deserve it at all. Wow, so damn sad. And he got lit up. Yeah, he had to delete it. I don't I don't understand what he thought that would do or what how he felt like that would benefit anything. Uh, again, especially in these situations where I, I guess you understand, yeah, it's your brother, it's your family. But what are the odds that he has told you everything in, I guess, the correct form that it's actually happening? Like he's telling you the truth versus what she's saying. How are you so soon to, I guess, again, I know it's your family, but to believe that and run with that narrative? Yeah, it's a messy situation. Um, and I understand what y'all saying. Like, yeah, the mama shouldn't be threatening to shoot people. But you got to think about it. That's your kid, man. And you no, saw I, I, the pictures of them get thrown, like thrown on couches and thrown around and shit like that. You're going to want to shoot somebody, too. 
No, I I do get that, but I, again, I think people are say they do something they know they're not gonna do. Yeah, you can say I get you jump. I'm cool with that, but <laughs> when you start talking about I'm gonna put one in your head and <laughs> put a hot, you not you not yeah you're not doing all that. Let's let's just relax. And hey, some parents that will pop your ass. So well, yeah, no, that's, that's let's not put it but let's not put it past niggas, man. And they from Robbins. Oh, <laughs> they, might, they, they might put some shit in them. Yeah, he, um, might be for the shits. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's a mess up situation, bro. I don't like it. I don't like it, but has to yeah. happen. Yeah. Um did y'all see the Brian from Day 26 is, is on the top like most wanted for child support? Top most wanted? Yeah. He owed like two hundred two hundred plus thousand, right? Yeah, it's like two two hundred and uh two hundred and twenty two K. Uh he responded like it I didn't first of all I didn't know it was a most wanted list for child support uh evaders. That shit is crazy. And it comes with like a link where you report to them niggas, like if you see them out in public, which is what Brian at the Waffle House on Third Street. <laughs> Yeah, get there quick. He got the all star. He got the all star, so you know he got the bread. (laughs) (laughs) Niggas come confiscate his breakfast items and shit. (laughs) Like, nah, brother. (laughs) (laughs) But nah, he uh he responded to the to the to the list, I guess. Um, and he, I guess he's saying it's true, but he said that, um, I'm not embarrassed about anything I went through. What may be tea for you is a testimony for me. If you're going to talk about what broke me, invite me to the table so I can tell you what God did with the pieces. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> That sound that sound good, but it had nothing to do with child support. Yeah, I, like, I don't know what that means. That's not like lyrics or some shit. Wait, what? You want us to bring you to the table so you can discuss how child support broke you? That's how you're not paying? Oh shit. That nigga yeah. said, yeah, that's me. <laughs> if you want to know how I got here. <laughs> a BT movie I, and shit, yeah, right? I, I bet you wonder how I got here. <laughs> Man, it was all good. Back in the day, me and my homies, we started a music group. But it all went downhill. This is my story. Uh, man, I'm praying for you. Hope you catch up on the payments, man. And pray for the babies. Didn't Puff, didn't Puff give them their masters back and all that? Yeah, but how much a day 26 <laughs> masters worth when six niggas split in the pot at this point, bro? Yeah, niggas ain't really going back streaming that shit. Only us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see. It's, it, nah, I, it's, I, it's not on streaming. If they did, though, I think more people would. That had iconic just reality moments. Oh, you talking about the show or the, the album? Because I was like, the album, you could the definitely show. stream. Oh, okay. Oh, no. I, yeah, I still stream the album. But yeah, I'm at the co-star. Show. Uh, since You've yeah, Been Gone, bro. That that album, man. Mm-hmm. One thing Diddy know how to do is EP great albums. R&B albums. Mm-hmm. So oh, man, they hit you with the life is uh, the, come on, man. What yeah. niggas get the crony? Hey man, shout out to the man. I'm, like I said, I'm being being serious, praying for him, praying for the situation, praying for the babies. Yeah, you better pray he stay low. Yeah, that's the problem. Clink, clink. Everybody yeah. know what his face look like, bro. He can't go nowhere, especially since this shit went viral. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> I know he was surprised. Like he ain't been in a fucking news cycle for years. Oh, I'm trending. <laughs> <laughs> they must have heard the new song. <laughs> you know. Wait, yo. All right. 
<laughs> do, do you do you feel like a fair compromise is if he if he's not going to keep paying his payments that everywhere he goes, just random people question him about his his ability to purchase things? Yeah. <laughs> you sure you got this big dog? <laughs> hey, you sure you should be doing this? Hey, your son eat today? I see the number, bro. <laughs> like I said, he probably needs to... Uh, you know how like Puff made him sing for a bed and shit? How the kids like sing for the uh, sing for the money and shit? He gonna be singing for a cot in a... Like, uh, like and right Will Smith and then, like Will Smith for two to happiness. Oh. Yeah, man, praying for that situation though. Um, another bad situation, man. What's going on with Herb over? Mm, honestly, I don't know. But is this, this, do you feel like this would fall in that same line of uh, the Kodak situation you were referencing? Yes. And I think he's spoke on it before. He has issues with drinking. I mean, he used to have prior issues with drugs. I don't think it's drugs. I think it's just drinking. And I'm, this is a bad, because I fuck with Herbo hella heavy. Like, obviously, being from the city, he's from the city. Um, and I'm wishing him nothing but the best. He also has a, a, a five, what, five, six year jail term coming up that he has to do. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand. I mean, I understand why why the judges do that and why they the DA whatever does that so you can get your affairs in order. But if I knew I had to go to jail for five years, my life would be fucking in shambles. Yeah. So I can understand it. Comf- if you knew you'd be comfy in jail, would it be in shambles? Do you think he's gonna be comfy in jail? Mm, I think he can find a way to make it comfortable. He got enough bread. <laughs> I can I can guarantee you he's not gonna be comfortable in jail. What if he get a switch? Like a gun switch? No, like a Nintendo switch and a cell phone. Yeah, they do be getting motherfuckers that shit. Bro, yeah. living like he living now is totally different from being in jail Ooh, with yeah. a Nintendo switch. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> that, that ain't gonna help my pass for these five years, bro. And and I hate to make light of it because it's a horrible situation. And like I said, I, I fuck with him. But just the the videos that I've seen from the obviously from the funny Marco interview, and then it was a new interview where he was like speed dating chicks, and he was just trick dogging them out like nasty. I don't know if y'all saw that video. Mm-hmm. I saw, I saw, yeah, I saw some clips, and it was just like that ain't Herbo. Herbo always been like the cool, like chill dude, like the funny, funny guy, and it just seemed like a different side of him is popping out lately. Yeah, that uh, that would take a toll on you. Knowing you got to go to prison. He's not with his uh, second baby moms anymore, right? No, I don't think so. So that's that's added stress. He probably got a lot of shit going on. Okay. I mean, and this could just be also the... Like, I said somewhat of the celebration before. Just kind of taking advantage of each moment beforehand. That could be what it is also. If it is, it's a bad celebration. Yeah, you're doing more uh, harm than good right now. Because now people just look at you like a, a dick. Yeah. <laughs> niggas, niggas don't really want to even really support you for real. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of like court and jail and all that shit, um, I saw that uh, Young Thug Stroud is about to start amazingly. I feel like it's been like years. Um, but it was a issue of using his lyrics in court. I don't know if y'all saw the lyrics that they were trying to use, but what do y'all think about using lyrics in court cases? 
I guess like technically, uh, realistically, I'm torn. I feel like I don't like it, but there are moments where I feel like it's very much clear cut, clean as day. Like this is someone retelling exactly what they did. I I agree wholeheartedly with what you just said. Like, I'm looking at the lyrics, like, some of these lyrics, it's just, like, general statements. (laughs) Like, he said, money longer than the world's longest ruler, yeah, playing with YSL, nigga gonna shoot you. And they're using that to convict this nigga. That's just a general statement. Now, allegedly, (laughs) and I'm saying allegedly, he, uh, He's accused of shooting at somebody's mom's, like another rapper's mom's crib. And Lucci. it might it might have been Lucci. But you know, I I'm not trying to put that out there because I don't I don't want nobody to get wrapped up in no shit. But mm. one of the lyrics they also using is I shot at his mommy, now he no longer mentioned me. If you're gonna use that, then I, I'm like, okay, I understand. Um, see, and that's tough. But, but, uh, are they using that to come to the conclusion of him shooting at someone's mom's house? Or do they have proof that he shot at that mom's house and they're just using that to kind of add to the case? So the title of the slide where they're presenting the lyrics is evidence of evidence of the nature of the YSL enterprise game. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure I mean, if they were smart, they would say, hey, look, we have him accused of attempting to shoot somebody's mom's crib up. And this is one of the lyrics that he said. I shot at his mommy. Now he no longer mentioned me. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, it's again, it's it's some lyrics that aren't like you can't really apply this. But there also are some and I guess not even specifically in this case, but like in other cases or even like, shoot, if you watch. I guess, I guess deep diving a little bit. Some of those Trapalore Ross videos on any of those artists, you kind of, once he breaks it down, especially from like the police perspective, it's like these, these they're, they're easily telling. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, all right, let me look at these now. I, I feel like, all right, if you're dropping names, that, that deserves to be thrown in there. Yeah, that was the only one that I really was like, okay, that that makes sense. But the rest of these are just niggas rap about this type of shit. You can't pin that on somebody to convict them of a crime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, these look like just YSL won't fold. YSL wipe wipe your nose. (laughs) Wipe a nigga's nose. You're gonna you can't use that. No. So they had a point where they were even trying to break down fuck twelve. Oh my god! The yeah. woman who had to read it was did a terrible job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, man. I, I just want to see what y'all feel about um, feel about lyrics in court um, and them using it too. Because I think we all have a soft spot in our heart for Thug, and we don't want him to be locked up, but we also don't want killers on the streets. Yeah. I mean, again, if you you hope um, that he didn't do it, but if it turns out that he did, I'm. I mean, it's not really that difficult of a decision. It's not. I'm not going at that point. I mean, some people might say free him, but I'm not going to be like I really just think he deserved to be free. Yeah, respectfully. That's real. 
Um, y'all see a Grammy nominations? Yes. Yeah. What are we feeling about it? Uh, just generally before we hop into the what's been nominated, y'all feel like it's it's kind of off base. It's they got it kind of right this year. I I wasn't really too mad at it. The only gripe I have is gonna not be nominated. I have that written down too. Man. One of the biggest hip hop singles of the year, mm. and in my like, that's just not my opinion. That's just facts. Uh, if you want to go albums, okay, that's getting more into my opinion of how good this album was. But it, the fuck, you mean it's easily in the hip hop record of the, of the year category or song of the year category? Mm. Yeah, but uh, I guess let's just go through some of these real fast. Um, just the ones we really care about. Um, best R and B performance: Chris Brown, "Summer Too Hot," Coco Jones, "I See You," Robert Glasper. Oh shit, Robert Glasper versus Chris Brown again. Uh, <laughs> Robert Glasper, mm-hmm. Sir, and Alex Eiley, "Back to Love." Says the Kill Bill, Victoria Monet. How does it make you feel? Um, yeah, well, y'all want to pick winners? Or y'all just just want to run through? What, what which one was that? That was R and B. Best R and B performance. R&B. What what goes into that one again? Um, I think that's just yeah. how it. What do you mean? What goes into it? Um, I mean, I guess like performance is that live or just kind of like I know with each category, it's like sometimes they get very particular on like what it's supposed to be judged around. Yeah, I think that's vocals and how the vocals sound on on it for that one. I think SZA are really running most of these categories. Oh, I think so. Too. What were the first couple ones I, before Alex Isley and, and Robert Glasper? Chris, Chris Brown, Brown, Summer Too Hot, Coco Jones, I See You, and Robert Glasper, Sir, Alex Isley, Back to Love, SZA, Kill Bill, Victoria Monet. How does it make you feel? Uh, I partially want to say I feel like it has to come down to Coco Jones and that Robert Glasper song. You don't think SZA winning that one? I mean, I, you said we're talking vocally. Yeah, I just think that they're gonna bypass that. That Kill Bill is one of the biggest songs of the year. I think SZA yeah, got that one wrapped up. Yeah, SZA might run this up, but also I don't know, man. Something Victoria Monet has this energy around her for some reason. It seems like they want to give her shit. They do. Uh, it's the underdog thing. Like you, you got to think she came up writing songs for like Ariana Grande and other R and B artists. Like behind the scenes, it's like you can do anything if you put your 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 mind to it. Type thing. Well, I'm not knocking her either because I like her music, but um, that's the sentiment I'm getting. Yeah. I mean, I guess do how do they really appreciate those type of underdogs in the music industry? Because it's it's a lot of them. I so I guess do. to kind of to Donna's point, it's. I mean, because the dream was besides her was maybe the biggest one. Baby, not face. her, the artist, but I mean, recently, uh, I guess more no. recently. I mean, because Eric Bellinger is that, but they don't push <laughs> Eric Bellinger. He just can't make good music by himself, though. <laughs> He's forced to be there. <laughs> not I, like I said. I think it's just like the we want to root for the underdog type thing. And that's not to say she doesn't have the music, but it's just a grind. Like we've seen so many cases of talented artists that are put behind the scenes because they don't have that look or the popularity. And for somebody to 
make hits for other artists, mega hits, and then to come out and do her own thing, I think it's inspiring the, the real creatives. So, uh, but yeah, let's just run through this really fast. Uh, best traditional R&B performance, Babyface, Coco Jones, Simple, Kenyon Dixon, Lucky, PJ Morton, and Susan Carroll, Good Morning, Scissor Love Language, and Victoria Monet, Earth, Wind & Fire, and Hazel Monet, Hollywood. Ooh, love Language is, is my pick. Yeah. Like I got it one now. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that one too. Best R&B song, I See You, Coco Jones, Hallie Angel, Robert Glasper, Sir, Alex Eiley, Back to Love, Scissor Snooze, and Victoria Monet on my mama. I'm going Snooze. Snooze. What was the first one? I See You. Yeah, Snooze probably going on. Uh, shit, it's a lot to go through, but um. I'm trying to pick the biggest categories. Yeah, what about rap? Rap performance. You got Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar, The Hillbillies. That was surprising to me, but that's one of my favorite songs just in general right now. Uh, Black Thought, Love Letter, Coyle Ray pl- Players. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Come on. <laughs> Dragon 21 Savage, Rich Flex, uh, Killer Mike, Andre 3000 Future, and Erica. Aaron Allen Kane, scientists and engineers. They're probably going to get to Hillbillies. That would be crazy. That would be nuts. Because that's like a Kendrick, like, I'm bored. Like, let me just throw yeah. out some shit. <laughs> yeah. But it's also Kendrick. He's like a Grammy darling. So I could see him getting that shit. Yeah, I'm but technically it's Keem's song, though. So, it, I mean, it would go to Kendrick, too. But yeah. it's baby Keem's song. So that would be crazy. Um, Just some other artists that's in the rap categories. We got Burner Boy, Doja Cat, 21, Lil Durk. Lil Durk got his first Grammy nom for all my life. So it worked. It did. (laughs) It worked, man. So (laughs) you make a song about the kids, you're going to get you a Grammy, man. Uh, Who who else is in this category? Lil Uzi is in there for Just Wanna Rock. Nikki and Ice Spice got the Barbie World song. <sighs> we don't have to talk another week about that. We see what's happening. Uh, but yeah, let's go to best rap album. That's that's important. Drake and Twenty One, Her Loss, Killer Mike, Michael, Metro Boomin, Heroes and Villains, Nas, King's Disease Three, Travis Scott, Utopia. I feel like for me it would have to either be Metro or Her Loss. Yeah, I think they're in the. I think they'll give it to Drake. I don't see a world where Metro wins this, although I love that album. But Drake is gonna. Drake probably should and is gonna win this. This this category. I I wouldn't be mad because it's 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 one of those two for me. Yeah. Uh yeah, that, I mean I don't want to run through all of them. It's just a whole bunch here. Um, shout out to Coco. She nominated for best new artist. Ice Spice is as well. Victoria Monet is too. That's a um, happy yeah, a jelly, a jelly roll. Yeah, jelly roll in there too, man. <laughs> shout out Jelly Roll, man. I, I'm fucking with what he's that. saying uh, earlier <laughs> this week. Um, but yeah. Oh, this ain't even a real thing. I, I just had a question. Mm. With so something I learned, I guess is. There's like, I know, I guess some people have heard of like rent the one runway where women can buy like dresses and all that stuff, like rent them for the occasion. But I think now there's more like actual casual clothes that you can rent. But as a man, would you 
paid a, a, a monthly subscription fee if you could like to rent different clothing pieces to have for your closet like if you got three four different outfits for the month that you got to rent and then at the end of the month you have to send them back and they send you like four more would no. you pay for that and are the other niggas wearing these clothes before I wear them? well it's a rental so <laughs> no absolutely <laughs> not no I, I was gonna say I think about it depending on the price niggas too disgusting bro I don't want no pants that's, that Jarvis that was wearing <laughs> Jarvis. hey you, you know what Jarvis gonna leave that a little moist he breaking down the wood on these pants and I'm just wearing them like no no I'm good I don't want no pants that another nigga was wearing bro yeah that's Damn. crazy I, I, while I think it's a good idea, that is something I pointed out. I think men, one, were too petty to let another man like rent clothes and like let him get away with it. <laughs> like a woman will see another woman in dress and like, oh, where'd you get it from? They'll be like, oh, I rented it. And they'll be like, oh, wow, that's nice. Let me go do it. Mm-hmm. But if a man is like, yo, that shirt fly, where you get it? And he was like, man, I rented it. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, hey, this nigga don't even own his shirt. And at that point <laughs> now, you mad. Yeah, you can't do that, man. I only got this shit for about three more days. Check out a hot. But nah. yeah, putting it putting on some jeans, you know, another man just wore. Yeah, that's that's a little wild, man. Or like a sweater or something. Like, I could do it with like jackets, but that's seasonal. So, yeah. Did y'all hear about the uh, passport bro community being like up in arms? What the fuck they got to be open arms about? <laughs> uh, I'm going to read the tweet. Uh, I guess they, they like scammer alert. Black American women are pretending to be Afro-Brazilian to scam the passport bros out of drinks. This is why I tell y'all asses to learn the language before y'all go. Just another case of Keisha bringing that BS overseas. <laughs> hey, these passport niggas is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, I need to know when they found out they got scared by a regular black chick. <laughs> you ain't after my man. What you mean your mom named Wanda? <laughs> oh, Holy shit. shit. These niggas is different, man. They might be more racist than like racist white people, bro. And you know what's what's crazy? It's like you got finessed out of a drink. Who I, I get it, but you got this up in arms over one drink because because that was your investment. And they said, "This is why I tell y'all asses to learn the language before you go." I never, I never buy a drink for some thick lips. <laughs> that nigga set out a bulletin, bro. <laughs> Hey, PSA, PSA. <laughs> oh man, and I know y'all seen those uh, those memes about the passport bros when Buddy get chased by the black oh. <laughs> I gotta make it to the airport. <laughs> that should be crazy. <laughs> I just gotta make it to the airport like it was a zombie apocalypse or some shit. They should have never gave niggas. They, uh, yeah, no, they really shouldn't because they be having with the wildest statements. Uh, I'm I'm running back to you now that I'm on my third father, third baby with two dead, with with four fathers. And they just pushing through the air. <laughs> Bro, that's another one too. That's crazy. I'm trying to find this shit. I forget what they were saying on that shit. I I feel like I I wish one day we could find a woman who who dated a man who she found out made these things, and just kind of have like a real con- real conversation about like what what that experience was like. 
Bro, this should say seven fifteen flight to the Philippines now boarding, and then he got like black cheeks like grabbing on him. <laughs> and then he was like, "You had your chance." And then they like, "We will go to the gym and wear our natural hair." <laughs> oh, oh my lord! Yo, these niggas are so racist and crazy, bro. Uh, <laughs> niggas is wild. Yeah, you feel like it's white crazy. people making that or, or black people? I, I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be it wouldn't be above them, so I can see it. But I mean, it's a. I'm not gonna take away from it. It's some weird ass, like lame black niggas that's on that type of shit, though. With the dusty jeans, they the type yeah. of jeans to fuck up the rentals. <laughs> to fuck up the yeah, rentals. Yeah. <laughs> no real shit. Um, we was talking about the Grammys a little while ago, like the music business. Uh, Yachty, Lil Yachty, uh, said this week he's taking a lot of heat. Um, because he shared his thoughts on the current state of hip hop. He said, uh, hip hop is in a terrible place. The state of hip hop right now is a lot of imitation. It's a lot of quick, low quality music being put out. It's a lot of less risk taking and a lot less originality. People are too safe now. Everyone is so safe. I'd rather take the risks than take the L. Um, what, first of all, what do y'all feel about Yachty saying this? And do y'all feel like it's true? <sighs> I mean, I think as a, as a whole, it's somewhat of a full circle moment for him because wasn't he when he first came in? He was talking about fuck these old heads. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like he he's made a switch in his stance. Um, unfortunately, though, he is kind of right it, now, and we see we get this more than ever. Rap isn't or music isn't really about the artist anymore. It's just like an avenue to other things. And it's a lot of music being put out by people who are called artists, but they technically aren't artists or view themselves as such. For because they know one quick song can get you on TikTok and get you a little brand deal, you're gonna get some bread. Um, things like that. So they're chasing the opportunity that is music opposed to I guess chasing to put out the best quality of music. Yeah, I I do kind of agree with Yadi. And, and as much as I don't necessarily like him as a person, I feel like it's okay for him to say this because he took the risk. Like if if he if he never took the risk with his music, I'd be like, bro, you can't be the one to say it. But he did, and it it worked. It worked out. Yeah, that that's the thing I I've been saying, and that's kind of confusing me with the people that's getting at him online. People are like the people that are bucking back against him are like, hey, you the last person to say this. You the reason why music is like garbage or whatever and like that you can say a lot about yadi even if you don't like his music to me you can never say that he didn't take chances with his music mm-hmm. he's always been like that like off-center type rapper where it's just like you either get it you don't i'm not and if you don't like it or you don't fuck with it i'm not saying nothing about your taste it's just he takes chances and he so to me he can say this that it's lacking originality and stuff like that um, so that that was like my main point. I, I but to that point, I think we had a conversation the other day that was like, is it is rap declining or is music declining or are we just not looking for it as much anymore? It's 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 too uh it's, it's oversaturated. It's too much shit dropping. That it's, it's definitely like, declining. You yeah. think so? It, like music or just rap? Oh, um, I I know rap more specifically, I guess music as a whole, maybe not so much. 
rap, I think rap is still quickly declining. You, I don't think you can make like a one, be a one, and I guess I'm wrong, but I think it's harder to be a one hit wonder R&B artist song or R&B artist with one song mm-hmm. than it is to do rap. And that's not a good thing. Granted, it does, I guess it gives more opportunities that our area of opportunity opens up the pool to people to see it, to feel like I can get to this faster. It, you know what it is? I think that rap is, R&B is an easier listen. So it's, uh, how do I want to say it? Like, rap is a very hard, like you really have to be talented to make a great rap album that's easy to listen to. Like how many albums do y'all go back and listen to what well, rap albums do y'all go back and listen to all the way through? It's not a lot. Crazy, bro. It depends on the day. It's because more it, than I would expect. Yeah, it just takes a lot to sit down and like R&B sounds good. Sounds like delicate. Like it's a reason why niggas still th- can throw on a Anita Baker song and clean the house and just chill and shit like that. Everybody got that core memory. It's because it sounds good. It's a, it's an easy listen. Rap is not like that. You really have to be talented to to make a great album that people run back to. And I, I think that's where we at. I don't necessarily think it's declining. Yes, the artist is like making shit that I'm like, does it really take that much skill? But I I think that people are saying the same thing about when we like when we were growing up. Well, I guess to kind of counter your point, um I guess what you're saying it's harder to make a good rap album. It's easier to make a at least a feel feel good song in rap. And that's kind of rap. If a song has good feeling, good energy, mm-hmm. all, all it kind of really has to do is, is click into one place. Um, somebody can make a quick little song, and if it click with the college kids, it's going to catch steam really quickly. I feel like that's a lot easier to do in rap than it is in any other genre. Yeah. What are you about to I, say, I was, I was going to say rap is like, I feel rap is almost the only, I'm not going to say only, but for the most part, we could just take meme songs songs that are were never supposed to be taken seriously to begin with and they could blow up Mm -hmm. and then so when we do that you got artists that necessarily they weren't even really artists to begin with but now they are one and now it's like all right can they make an album probably not they can make maybe a, a few good songs we toss them away but they already on at this point they have a fan base and then they do some other shit I feel like it's easier to do that with rap because it's just kind of like what Caesar said. It's like a feeling like I, I I don't know how serious Sexy Red, you know, thought her music would be. I thought she was just making I, I feel like she was just making music just to be funny and just, you know, say all these wild shit. But that shit actually took off. And now she's you would say she's damn near an established artist at this point. Yeah, and I mean, you could say the same thing about Doja Cat. Yeah, Doja Cat's yeah. first song was Moo. It was a funny-ass, yeah. like, meme song. But mm. she's become one of the more talented artists of this generation right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would say she's... But are there others like that? Because she, I feel like she's the exception to the rule. I can't think of anyone who really popped off that way and stayed with it other than her. 
like Little Nas X. Yeah, so man, he made it, but I, I, I need to see. I need to see more. Oh, well, I guess that's all. That's also Nas. what's interesting is I think it's you get so many easy. I don't want to say easy, but it seems like you have easier entries into the space. But the entry doesn't also automatically mean kind of donut's point that you're gonna try to actually be an artist or like work on your craft to develop in some capacity. Like you said, like a Doja Cat who I guess you could say came in off a little trendy something. And then over time continued to kind of like build on her craft to be, become an established artist in some, to be taken seriously or more so beyond that funny ass song that brought her into the space. Yeah. And you know what? I think that the lanes are blurring. Like the lanes are combining and just becoming one lane, like party songs. Like I feel like when we were growing up, college, even when we were younger, there were established lanes for certain artists. Like we had the Southern rap, we had the Midwest, East Coast, we had Stoner rap, we had the emo rap. We had these different lanes. I can't name more than one or two artists in each lane now because I feel like everything is just either TikTok. Or party rap. Yeah. And they, I guess what you what you would call the emo rap now with new artists like Young Boy and some of those younger artists, and you get now the gangster emo rap. Yeah. It, it's nothing that I can like uh, relate to. Like Kid Cudi made songs that you can relate to. It was just about being a regular nigga, being alone, being a stoner, being like it was shit that you can relate to. Kanye is kind of the same similar thing. Young boy making songs about when he get angry, he going to pop ten niggas. I, I, that's when I gotta turn it off. I don't want to do that, young boy. <laughs> and I, the thing is, it's crazy. It, it to us, it seems like it's not relatable. But I think I guess it's I'm learning that it's somewhat more relatable to somehow kids more in those situations, those positions. Yeah, and wh- where I'm fine, like I think that young boy has a lane in rap. But it's just all these kids, like Anti the Menace. I don't know if y'all listen to his his new album, but bro, one of the most destructive albums I've ever listened to. It and I don't listen to whatever. But it was a point I just had to turn it off, bro. Had, had to had to touch the Bible real quick, <laughs> bro. It's crazy. But I mean, that's I would say that over anything. It's a lot of talent out here, bro. From the sexy reds to the ice spices to the whoever you want to name, it's a lot of talent that doesn't get a shine um, because it's so much music. So I don't think that the the talent is decreasing. I think the things that you have to do to get on, is just forcing people into this box. Like, and, and to stay on. Yeah. Like you're saying, with, with the amount of music, two months, and but you take two months, it's, you're, it, you can easily get cold and become irrelevant again. And if you don't really have a core fan base, you just have one song that people fuck with. It's going to be harder for you to to regain your momentum and pick up your steam to where you were before. I think we're kind of seeing that with Glorilla. Like Glorilla was at the top and look at where it's it's you would think she's a veteran that just aged out <laughs> yeah. already. Like yeah. She just dropped like what last year. Last year yeah. And and I mean, again, you look at just that space of when she came in. I mean, it's. You already had your, you know, your Meg, your Cardi, your Lotto, but it seemed like shortly after that, you got a strong influx of, uh, I guess, women rappers coming into the game who was now somewhat, like you were saying, pushed her out. 
It's, yeah. a, it's the same thing with Lola Brooke. I know she just dropped the album, but she had that shit coming on, what, no more than six months ago at the most? Mm-hmm. And Sexy Red has all but triple jumped past her. Yeah, I, I, I do. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I think we have to change the way we treat our stars. If you look at the way Roddy is treated, you would think that he is just horrible. Like, he didn't give us one of the greatest debut albums of all time, bro. I guess how much time, what is needed to be considered a star? Like, would... I would consider Roddy a star. Yeah, and and that's... But why why would you say you would consider him a star? Because if if Roddy stopped making music after, please excuse me for being antisocial, I would put him in the same tier I put Lauryn Hill. Damn. That's how good that album was. It was a good album. Mm-hmm. And look at Cardi. I would put them in the same tier. If Cardi just stopped making music after uh whatever her uh album was called. Um Invasion of Privacy. But I guess if Cardi is different, it's just because Cardi is a star out. I don't want to say Cardi is a star outside of music, because of course she's still a, a star in the music, but she's very much a bigger star outside of the music space. And that stardom helps to fuel, I think, still her her music. Roddy was just, he had that fire album. And then I think a strong follow-up from him would have allowed him to become a star, but it just slipped so quickly. He never really, I guess I would say he really got to hit that peak of what a star actually is or what we what we're used to seeing it being kind of in this space. I I think our our standards on what a star is is our, because if if any record in the nineties or the two thousands sold like the box sold or that album sold they would be a star. You look at the Milli Vanilli; they had one album and they were sell they sold goddamn half a mil half a billy worth well, of the dollars. The star power the the star tag need to involve some longevity and not even longevity just three years no because it's lauren i mean i keep going back to lauren hill but is lauren hill a star i mean she has the fujis too so that's maybe a bad example mm-hmm. um but it's been plenty of people with a great debut album that made them a star and they just never followed that up i think we look in that when we say he's not a star we're looking at roddy through right now is lenses and that's directly to my point that well, uh, people get so scared to make music now because we like oh this is gonna be a dud yeah well i guess looking through it right now right now he would not be considered i, I guess yes i guess to your point at some point he would have been considered a star but he's no longer a star it's like when you like the 99 club in madden you may mm-hmm. get there one year and then you're gonna get that shit stripped away the next not saying mm-hmm. you aren't, I guess, still somewhat talented, but like I can't just because you were this at this point, you're no longer looked at it through those lenses as we continue to move forward. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I still think Roddy can make great music. It's just he doesn't seem like he's as active, but you know, we'll That's see. that Ben Simmons effect. Yeah. I think he's very sensitive on what people are saying, and I think Cardi's the same way. Cardi threatened to, well, she didn't threaten suicide, but she was talking very self harmful 
about some shit the other day because niggas keep asking her about new music. Yeah, it's getting tough. So that, that social media plays a different role because that shit's every day now. You can't really take a break, especially when you're an artist like Cardi. Yeah. Who depends on a fan base like that. And Not you got true. all these partnerships and things you got to promote and you need social media as your tool to connect with your fans in some capacity. They're going to find something to say, especially if you give them a reason to. Yeah. Uh, y'all, y'all see the new episodes of Rap Shit? Yeah, I saw the first. Yeah, I saw the first one too. Got a question for y'all. Do y'all feel like if a man was the creator of rap shit, they would be accused of using women as pawns for the storytelling? I need to see where you're going. Like, it's easier if you saw because you saw both episodes, right? Oh, I only seen one. Okay, it's two episodes, so maybe this is a oh, conversation man. for another week. But the second episode is like women are being used just like for sexual objects in the whole episode. And maybe that's her point of like the rap mm-hmm. culture. And so maybe I'm just over like not thinking to that level and maybe that's what Issa's thinking about. But I, watching the episode, I was like, damn, if a man made this where he just like subjected women to like look like this, I feel like he would be accused of you using women as pawns. In the film or in the show? Yeah, just as like a sexual object that kind of pushed mm. to get push the entertainment value of the show. Because mm. there's a lot of gratuitous sex in there that you can argue does not need to be in there. I'm 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 cool with it, obviously, but people would say it doesn't need to be in there. I mean, I've been kind of feeling this way for a while. I feel like no shows need sex scenes. I ain't gonna go that far. Yeah, sometimes I, I don't, I don't need to see y'all, y'all busting cheeks. What does I, that I, really do for me? Because I, I, I really see what I feel like it's ways to show intimacy without having to show sex. Like I don't think there was no, no I don't think this there nigga was one. Now. <laughs> no, but it's it's the truth. I don't think there was one sex scene in Secession. Yeah. yeah, but you still. Tom and Tom and Tom and Shiv had a sex scene before. I don't think they ever showed it. Like they never showed them actually having. When sex Shiv was cheating, she she had a sex scene with Buddy. I think they like kissed, but that was it. It wasn't a. Sex it's implied though. No, and that's fine. Yeah, I think I, but fine. I don't think there needs to be explicit sex scenes in anything. We okay. get the gist. Okay, I you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, like I, I feel like that's just unnecessary. Like power was just doing ridiculous shit. Like, dog, we don't need to see that. We know they fucking. Why do we need a five to ten minute sex scene every episode? It's it's kind of unnecessary for certain things. I feel like it. it I don't. I wouldn't say it helps, but it makes you understand something. Like if you thinking about a movie, like you know the typical. A uh, stalker movie where some woman or some man meets somebody out and they cheat on their husband and things like that. You may need that sex scene to understand what they're getting from that relationship physically that they're not getting from their husband or wife. So it, it helps broaden the narrative or like help understand the narrative of what's going on in their relationship. I can understand it in that situation, and, and I can understand in like sex crimes or sex. Um, that type of situation mm-hmm. to see what is actually happening and taking place. I could get that point. 
But I feel like a lot of shows, they just be throwing sex scenes just to throw sex scenes in there. It's like, all right, come on. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll we'll have to talk more about it maybe once y'all see it. But yeah, it's two episodes. And the second one wasn't bad. The first one, I was like, all right, Issa. (laughs) I'm watching this because you, Issa. But yeah, I was bored out my mind watching that first episode. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, but the second one, the second one was alright. Uh, I, I actually kind of fucked with it. Uh, the actor strike is over. Finally, they settled this conflict. Uh, any any thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, I'm glad we're gonna finally get some shows back. Shit isn't from what I've read. Everything is in shambles over at Marvel. So, <laughs> did you see that report? <laughs> Which one? Yeah, the one they talking about, like, uh, just about all the stuff that's happening, like the shit with the blade, like how they wanted oh, him yeah. to fucking, what is it, like, be like the fourth lead in the movie? I'm like, nigga, yeah. the movie's named Blade. Why would this nigga yeah. be the fourth lead in the movie? <laughs> they are wild. Yeah. It's gonna make it like an all woman cast or some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the point of casting this nigga then? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, bro. yeah, apparently they got a new release date and it's gonna be rated R. Um, I know the the Marvels I think just came out, but that only made forty three million that first week. I have no intention of watching that until it comes out. <laughs> and I might not even watch it there. And even that whole report about like they were just doing shows like all freely with like no proper structure. What crazy? What do y'all think about scaling back Marvel movies? That needs to happen. Like one a year. Like next year, only one movie is coming out. I think it's that Deadpool movie. Like, wouldn't that help? Like the excitement behind Marvel movies, they needed it's it's too much because you got the shows. That's where they really fucked up to me, man. Because they they introduced the shows and they made it so that the shows play a part in the movies. So if you're somebody who's not watching TV like that, you kind of don't want to go to a movie that you don't know what the fuck is going on. I gotta watch two other shows. What <laughs> with this shit? And, no, and, and, and yeah, and they're intertwining the shows into each other in some regard. So if you start a new show, you damn near feel you feel bullied to go back and have to go watch another show you had no intent of watching just to try to get some information. Yeah, it's too much. They, they need to <clears throat> calm that shit down. And some of these new characters they're trying to introduce just people don't really connect with. Like you really had to be deep in your comics, I think, to really appreciate. I don't know how many people are that deep into the comics to to appreciate Presidente or whatever that that girl was in. Oh, no one strange. Yeah. yeah, she in uh, Marvels. She one of the three. And shout out to my baby. She in there too. No, oh, I know you talking about. No, uh, I forget her name, but you know what I'm talking about. Uh, shame on Shade Room, bro. <laughs> like Shade Room don't report no sports shit, but they want to report uh, Tim Anderson a free agent. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> that was that was that was some bullshit, man. <laughs> Come on, y'all know what y'all doing. They never know shit. <laughs> they say, hey, look like this nigga. <laughs> His contract fell through like that. I was like, y'all so bogus for that, bro. We gotta do better by our people, bro. Yeah, y'all didn't need to do that. That's funny. Uh, Do y'all think that Drewski chain snatcher videos was real? Hell no. That shit was was good entertainment, though. I was believing it for a second. The only reason I'm unsure is I don't know if Birdman would lend his whatever, his, his entity to that. Some fuck shit. Without without him extorting Drewski. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
No, that TMZ stamp had me like, hey, is this real? But then I'm like, what, what, why? Why would this happen? Like, I don't understand this whole thing. But And the cut scenes were too perfect. Like, <laughs> that, that took some good ass editing. Yeah. That shit yeah. Right. Nobody's security footage is that clear. Yeah. So, uh, y'all ready to get the music? Yep. All right. Yep. Uh, what we're starting with, man, it's a lot of music this week. Um, we're gonna touch on it as much as we can, but we are running low on time, so we're gonna do a little make this efficient as possible. I guess we'll start with the Rick Ross and uh, Meek Mill. Um, too good to be true. Um, what are your thoughts on this album? Uh, to me, I messed with it, I thought it was pretty good. Um, it was refreshing to hear Meek. I think Meek has some really good verses on here. Uh, I like the feature with Vori. Anytime I hear Vori sing about some pain shit, I fuck with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they did what it for a collaboration album. I wasn't really looking for too much, and I feel like they did what they needed to do. Okay. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, you kind of got what you expected. Nothing really, I would say, outstanding, I guess you can say, from them. It was quality. Yeah, I felt the same way. Um, I think if this was 2010, I'd be like, all right, this is very good. Um, but now I I don't know. And I was expressing this to my uh, cousin the other day. I was just like, I don't know if Ross is in that place where I want to hear a trap album from him, like with Meek. Like Ross is in that luxury rap, like cool beats and like just talking knowledge and different shit on the track. Like I, I, I appreciate the trap from time to time. Like if you want to jump on a trap record, but a whole trap album with him and me, I don't know if I'm in that place with Ross right now. Yeah, so that's my only beef. But it, it was some standouts. That Jeremiah song is probably my favorite. That gold medals. Um, I don't know what what's going on with the Shaq and Kobe remix with Shaq got on and Damian Lillard. That that upset me so much. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was unnecessary. And Dame, his verse wasn't terrible. He just I don't d- sound good. Yeah, I just don't like no. basketball players rapping, bro. Especially Shaq. I, yeah. Not at this age. Yeah, that shit's just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't have even done that. Yeah, but any standouts for you? Yeah, I like Star Island. I like uh, Dead Last. Um, Dead Last is cool. Uh, yeah, th- those are my two favorites. I appreciate hitting Wale on there, too. Yeah. Well, uh, so what are we getting this? Six and a half. Oh, shit. God damn, was yeah, it good? I, I, I was going to say seven. I mean... I feel like standard at seven is like, I don't know how much of this I'll go back to, but I do appreciate it. Yeah, I probably put it at six and a half too, but I felt like I, I, I didn't, I was less positive about this album than y'all were, but, huh. but yeah, probably six and a half. Um, Chris Brown, eleven, eleven. This is is this his eleventh album? Yes. Jesus Christ, bro, niggas getting old. Yeah, I didn't get through the whole. I only got through like two songs. I saw one. By the time I looked at it, it was already after 11 p.m. I hate he did the 11 and 11 thing. 
Mm. And I saw 22 songs. I said, I don't got time for this right now. <laughs> I, I got through the first half of it and I thought it was pretty good. Um, At least the first half of it. I had no complaints. Sound like a regular Chris Brown album. Yep. Um, mm. I, yeah. I mean, it is long, though. I don't, he needs to. Uh, but hey, yo, pause. Uh, but uh, yeah, I listened to it. I thought it's exactly that. It's a regular Chris Brown album. <clears throat> Nothing extraordinary. I uh, one thing about Chris Brown, and I like that we get anthems on his album. Like on his, we get a heat, we get a no guidance, we get a going all the way back to like yo and uh, yo and uh, whatever it was on his first album. Um, to me, this one didn't have any of that. Mm. Like sensational, it's definitely gonna go crazy. But is there anthem on here? I didn't get far enough to know. Yeah, Yeah. I I would have to listen to it. That song with Future was pretty good. No, I I think Chris Brown is so talented that nothing he makes is gonna be ass. And that's why I said this being a regular album is not a knock on him. It's because he's so talented, a regular Chris Brown album is gonna sound good, but I would prefer it to not sound regular. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I gotta listen. I gotta listen. I gotta finish it and I gotta listen to it again. But. So uh but yeah, I really like that. Um what was that song called on here that I really fucked with? Um Stutter. I, I think Stutter is probably my favorite mm-hmm. song on here. And of course you got the Summer Too Hot and Sensational. Sensational is gonna be the one that I think it's already started bubbling a little bit, so you're going to hear that out. Uh, the rest of these, we can kind of go through fast. The Night Shift, Larry June. I still got to listen. Yeah, it was a vibe from what I was listening to, though. I felt with it. One of his Maybe better... do some errands, grow some yeah. organic juices. One of his better uh, later albums. Like I like how he got a little bit more industry on this album. Um, was adding some nice features from Jordan Ward to Blast. He had a day's loaf and that schoolboy. Hey, man, schoolboy. I'm going to need that Q's uh, album soon, bro. Yeah. That nigga went crazy on this. And he, he even had him singing the hook and shit. I was like, all right. This nigga got him out of his bag, out of his element. So it was decent. Uh, Pink Panthers, Heaven Knows. Surprisingly yeah, good. Surprisingly good, bro. It's surprisingly... Uh, a decent little joint. Um, Kodak, when I was dead, I know you dropped an album. Yeah, yeah what's, what, what was that hitting for? God damn, it was Jeez. good, bro. <laughs> I came, came and stuck, and I hate that he going through what he going through, but it was good. Yeah, it, it, and that's why I listened to it. I was like, I don't know how I feel about the what Kodak doing right now, but I listened to it. He still got it, bro. That came through flushing and that hard life. Crazy. Right. Yeah, definitely, definitely spend that tomorrow. Uh, the rest of these I'm not going to go through because it seemed like niggas was busy this week. So uh, any any albums that y'all listen to that y'all want to speak on? Other than I, I did listen to that Trippy Red. Trippy Red was cool. It, yeah, it was it was uh, it wasn't my favorite. I did like that 7 a.m. in Ohio. Yeah. And I think that might be the is there what, what else? Dropped? We got a young boy decided to dropped. That was pretty I solid. Singles. I got to that Jack Harlow single. What y'all oh, think man. about that? I didn't even listen to it. Fuck. It's proper. I fucked with it. Yeah. It, it, it was cool. I, I really, I really fucked with it. Only thing, you, you already know what I'm going to say. <laughs> what? 
What's going on? What's going on with the uh, the whips and chains in it, bro? Oh, come on, you know they love the whips and chains. Wait, he had whips and chains. What you? T- and the chorus buddy is saying like, I don't like no whips and chains or something like that. Oh, I'm like. What? What's what is this about? <laughs> so, but it is what it is. I don't want to overanalyze it, but yeah, I, f- I fuck with Jack, so I'll check it out. Yeah, it, it was solid. Uh, but I'm just gonna name these next four. Uh, BJ just Chicago kid dropped gravy. Um, haven't listened to that. That's on my list. Just got done listening to the Kid Leroy the first time album. It's really good. I would definitely fuck with it if you like Kid Leroy. Um. Lola Brooke dropped Dennis Daughter, her first date. I mean, her debut album. No, I, it was a couple of them that I was fucking with, but yeah, I, I, no. I can live without it. Uh, and T Grizzly dropped T's Coney Island uh, Deluxe. Didn't know. Yeah. Um, so, did Killer Roy do a Post Malone? Yes. 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 Okay. This is different. This different type of music. Uh, but. Is, that doesn't mean it's not enjoyable. It was pretty enjoyable for, for my. I think uh, he got a future song on there, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I listened to that one. Yeah, future. Uh, and he got a Central C song that's pretty good. Yeah, check mm. that too. Uh, you ain't shout out the Jacob Lattimore EP. Man, <laughs> I listen to Jacob Lattimore. <laughs> Jacob Lattimore. Has he produced any good music? Yeah, he had one song I like. I'm not going to remember it. But it was a high. Yeah, I feel like he uh, he has one that I would at least be like, I put this on something. Like it was like a remix with all them niggas on there. It was it was pretty good. I wish I could find that song, but yeah, yeah. All right, man. Uh, well, if we don't have anything else, we can hop into shout outs. Uh, anything else before we get in? Let's do it. All right, see so what you got, bro. Oh shit, man! Shout out Jimbo Fisher. He got a. Mm. Fired from Texas A&M this weekend. Um, his buyout, $76, $77 million. Jesus Christ. Which is insane. I think he gets $17 million in the first 60 days. Like, in the first 30 days. And he gets, like, another 15 and like, the, the next 120 after that. And, like, 7 point something a million each year after that. Listen, man. Getting fired as a head coach is is my dream. The chosen few, man. That is. The chosen few. What y'all think they're getting to replace him? Niggas was talking about Prime. I'm like, why the fuck would Prime want that job? Uh, yeah, they have way too many, too high expectations. Yes. Damn, so you, you don't think he would want that? Hell no. Texas A&M ain't never been shit. Like, they had one, they had the Johnny Manziel season and the COVID year when they randomly went like nine and one outside of that they ain't really never been shit bro mm. I just want to know what like if, if they threw the bag at him would he just take it mm. and you in Texas could you imagine the damage he could do there though yeah they got some big names yeah there. but Texas Texas A&M is somewhat of like a, a racist school yeah that oil money uh-huh. and they cause they fired some professor dean ad whatever it was recently who was black and because they didn't want a black one. Oh, i ain't know about that i ain't about that i hope i didn't make that up <laughs> bro if you made that up you you need to be <laughs> on the tyler perry's writing staff <laughs> uh anything else for you no nah, man that's it nice. god bless me like that 
Oh, before before we move on, and this is going back to music and the Ross album, that future that future chorus sounded like it was from like 2011. Which one? <clears throat> the one that the, the, the chorus the future was on? Yeah, I forgot yeah. what the song is called. Yeah. Yeah. When did he record that? It couldn't have been recently. <laughs> but yeah, my bad. Go ahead. Uh oh wait, it's on me. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Frank Ocean fans, man. That snippet is mid as fuck, and y'all find a way oh, to hype on, that shit like a motherfucker. Come bro. on, y'all are the. <laughs> oh my! And I'm talking to the super fans, bro. I like Frank Ocean's music too, but that snippet was not it for y'all to be hyping this way. I think it just gives them hope, man. It's new music on the horizon. You know that nigga wait like five or six years between albums, so. Man, that nigga start. I played this shit. Played this shit twenty times on a row. Like, shut the fuck. This shit is not good, man. Come on. But yeah, that—that's the only shout out I got. All right, uh, I got two. Shout out to Central Park Five member Yusuf Salam. Uh, he won City Council in uh, City Council seat in New York. Um, hey, you never know, man. The mayor might be—it uh, might be a vacancy for mayor soon, man. Cause that nigga think he a fucking city boy and shit, so. <laughs> <laughs> It might be, he might be able to get up in there, but shout out to Yusuf Salam, man. That's crazy. Uh, and also, shout out to Alabama, man. They uh, just approved, I guess, a new death uh, penalty style where they're going to be putting on a nitrogen gas mask. So the explanation was a mask will be placed over the inmate's nose and mouth, and their breathing air will be replaced with nitrogen. <laughs> That sounds like some <laughs> Sub Zero origin story type shit, bro. The one nigga that survives that shit. <laughs> bro, that shit sound nuts, bro. Sub Zero. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to them. They find a new, more creative ways to kill niggas, bro. But yeah, that's all I. Get, oh man, man. and that uh, dude from with the chair situation, he got hit with third degree assault charge. Oh, they no, they came out with a what's the name? They said that. Uh, wait, the nigga that got hit with the chair or the the security guard? The security guard. No, nah, they 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 came out in the press conference said they didn't they didn't give him no charges. Because oh, people okay. were on their neck for that. Because I think everybody heard that same report. Yeah, they were like, nah, we, we didn't charge him. Um, shout out to Delusion, too. This is the last little one. Lou Williams said uh, that him and the Clippers uh, ended up not trying for the chip, the bubble year. Because he, he in his, and I quote, we started to hit a rumbling so that nobody's going to respect this chip. So we kind of just took our foot off the gas. <laughs> like, nigga. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the Clippers, the Clippers, bro. I'm sorry. But, yeah. That's all I got, man. Anything else to say before we get up out of here? Stay safe, man. Yo. Yeah, the Thanksgiving next week. We'll probably have a pie. Yeah, because we got a weekend before this week. So we'll probably have a pie before then. But we appreciate y'all for listening, man. We hope everybody have a great week. And long load of boss, man. Man, yes, sir.